Hi, I'm Wendy Bright Fallon. And I'm Debbie Peterson. You're listening to Nourish Noshes, stories about real people, real food, and real life. We're integrative health counselors on a quest to make the world a healthier place. So glad you've joined us. Welcome to our podcast. We're so excited about the topic today. It's how we kick off our day. Yeah. And the first question I want to ask is, what is the worst breakfast to have? Mm. What is it? I'm curious. I know. So many people have these ideas, I'm sure, that are listening. Yeah. All these different ideas of what they think the worst breakfast might be. But one of the worst breakfasts we can have is nothing at all. Oh, Skipping right. breakfast. Yep. I agree. So we want to talk about why we want to have breakfast today. Right. And for most of us. Right. And ideas for breakfast, because that's one of the biggest problems, at least I have. <laughs> I do, too. And my clients have. It's the biggest question. What, what am I supposed to be eating for breakfast? And, you know, it's also one of the things when I find out from people what they're eating for breakfast, they're really not eating the right things, even if they're yes. trying to be really healthy. So right. I think that's kind of why we we're inspired to do this podcast. And I wonder why we're so confused at breakfast is because maybe one of the reasons is... We have this idea that breakfast is supposed to be these certain things. And mm -hmm. we have breakfast for dinner often. You know, yeah. we have omelets and eggs for for dinner. Right. But we don't feel like we can have dinner foods for breakfast. Right. We often don't. That's so true. Yeah. Marketing plays a huge role in what people think they should be having for breakfast. You know, I, if you watch commercials in the morning, it's like a nutritious breakfast, blah, blah, blah. And it rarely is it actually an nutritious breakfast, right. the one that they're showing. So I think people are confused by the messages they're getting and by just their habits of how they grew up and what we think of as our standard breakfasts, you know? I remember so many days running to the bus stop with a Pop-Tart. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just because I didn't know then. Yeah. And my mom didn't know. We yeah. did not know how much sugar I was pouring no. into my body. I used to eat one of those carnation bars. Oh, no. Yeah, those carnation <laughs> breakfast bars. Oh, that's how I started my day in high school. And so many people also, you know, oh, I'll just grab an Ensure. Yeah. Yeah. Or any other prepackaged smoothie, you know. Yeah. And, and that's it. Most people are so so much in a rush in the morning that they don't have time for breakfast or they don't think they have time for breakfast. Not making time. They're not making time for breakfast. And so they do grab something. And maybe it's a Dunkin' Donuts or, or a Starbucks or whatever. And rarely is there something really good at those places either. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things we want to bring up on this podcast is the idea that nutrient density in the morning helps us sustain great energy throughout the day. That's right. Start off off. We're going to be off for the rest of the day. It's yep. going to be really hard for us to make quality decisions right. throughout the day. We need to make those three really big decisions. Right. You know, and breakfast, breakfast lunch, and dinner. Breakfast, if, by skipping breakfast, like you started off saying, um, if we skip breakfast, but we make up for it later. And what we people do. end up doing is overeating later on because they're trying to make up for that deficit. They're trying to make up with it on a physical and emotional basis, even though they think that they're not, they think that they've saved their yes. calories or they think that, you know, Oh, well I skip breakfast. I deserve this or I can have more right. or sometimes they don't, they just don't realize the quantity of food right. that they're having. later. That's true. Yeah, and breakfast, it really does set your day in the right way if you're eating a, a quality breakfast. And it often keeps you satisfied and satiated if you're eating the right breakfast 
throughout the morning for sure. And so that even your choices for lunch and dinner are better. And maybe even if you're having a good lunch as well, sometimes dinner even falls away. And no, for me, it does. And I'd much rather you fall away dinner than fall away breakfast, you know? Uh, yeah, so, for sure. Right. So, but people, that's not our society. In our culture, people's dinner is their main meal. And we'll talk about that in another podcast. But part of that reason is because people are skipping breakfast. We want to kind of shift that. We so, do. We want more calories Yeah. earlier in the day than that's late where, at night. That's where we you can put the calories because you'll burn it off. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. if you're going to have calories loaded at breakfast, you know, that's the place to do it. But choose quality calories too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's talk a little bit about, let's start out with the basic, you know, Eggs are amazing. Eggs are amazing. The whole egg. Right. The whole, yeah, absolutely the whole egg. Yeah. None of this business of egg whites. It comes in that package Yolk. by nature. That's right. And it's, it the works. The good fat because it helps us be satiated mm -hmm. and it has great minerals and vitamins in it. That's and right. it helps us soak up any of the other vitamins and minerals that we're having for the rest of our breakfast. Right. They work together for that reason. Synergistic. Yeah. I wanted to also mention too, breakfast we talk about, a lot of people say it's a metabolism starter. You know, right. They say it yeah. starts your metabolism. It's really true. What it does is it, it's all about blood sugar and glycogen. And the glycogen fuels our muscles for later on and actually keeps us more active. Um, by not having breakfast, you don't have that energy in your muscles and you move less anyway. So they've, they've done studies on that. So people move less when they haven't had breakfast. Oh, ouch, because we need our muscles to sustain us for everything that we do. Right. So it really yeah. is a metabolism starter. So so eggs for breakfast. <laughs> now, and there's some people who don't eat eggs, so we have to keep that in mind too. But there's lots of, there's lots of options for breakfast. Um, but I think what... When we start out with eggs, one of the reasons we're saying that is because protein should be a big part Absolutely. of your breakfast. So yeah. let's talk about different ways of getting protein in a, in a healthy way and what kinds of protein can people eat, whether they're eating vegan or if they're eating paleo, you know, that's... Let's you, talk about both. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about both. Yeah. So on the, if, if you're doing, if you're doing paleo, you know, you, you've got a lot of options with the animal foods, right? right? Um, a really good quality turkey. Yep. You know, in the morning, turkey is bacon, turkey bacon, yep. or even leftover, you know, yeah, ground leftover. turkey right. or a sliced baked turkey or something like right. that in the morning. Or sausages. They make chicken and turkey sausages that are quality and good, good ingredients. Good quality. Just make sure that it's not added sugar or and nitrates. preservatives or nitrates mm -hmm. or, yeah, absolutely. For those vegans out there, certainly in the morning, um, plants have proteins in them. So yeah, we, it's definitely having some greens in right. a shake. Yep. Uh, hemp protein is amazing. Hemp, yeah. Put it that in a smoothie is fabulous. Putting it in a smoothie, making maybe some hemp muffins or something yep. in the morning. That'd yep. be great. You can use beans and soy products like tempeh, which are fermented mm -hmm. and, and good products. Make sure they're organic. Yeah. You could do an organic tofu scramble yep. if you'd like. That can be very supportive for people who do okay on soy. Right. And for vegetarians, if they're not eating eggs, but they're eating dairy, Greek yogurt, a quality organic Greek yogurt, really high in protein. And full fat, right? Yeah, full fat. Absolutely. Whole milk Greek yogurt. Delicious, too. It is delicious. Yeah. And so what do you put with yours? I'm so curious. I mean... One of the things out there about yogurts is that they're often filled with added sugars. Absolutely. And so one of the things we want to encourage people to do is add their own. Yep. And maple syrup or, or honey, honey yep. a local honey, right. are two options. Drop, Drop some fruit in there it. too. Yeah. And that's another way is just 
putting it with fruit. Some so seasonal fruit. Right. Mm -hmm. Berries especially are really good. If in the winter, if you don't have seasonal berries, you can use frozen. Um, mm -hmm. But those are those are ways to sweeten it without getting the extra sugars. And for the people who like the crunch, I love walnuts. Yeah. In there right. as well. And hemp seeds too. Yeah. Can top it off. That's right. Nice little crunch. That's good. And if you if you are eating grains, um, I think one of my favorite grains to have for breakfast is oats, steel cut mm -hmm. oats, because it's it's jam packed with some protein too. It's got protein, but it's got lots of fiber. It keeps you full for a lot longer, especially in the winter months when you want that filling feeling. Yeah, the warmth and filling. And I actually put Greek yogurt on mine yeah. instead of a, a substitute milk. Right. So and you can get those gluten free as well. Yes, but there are other gluten free grains that you can have in the morning if you need to have a grain. I know that's. One of the reasons I struggle in the morning for breakfast ideas is because I'm not eating grains right now. And mm -hmm. and that's something that we all associate with breakfast is grains. Yeah. What pancakes, toast, bread, uh, bread you know, those of, yeah. such traditional breakfast ideas. But mm -hmm. so in the morning I'm thinking, oh, I want that grain feeling because it's something that I'm so familiar with, cereals and all that, but I'm not eating them right now. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's trying to get the satiation without the grains. And mm -hmm. so that means lots of protein and fat in my meals and it ends up for me being a smoothie most of the time because that's the easiest way to get all of that in one place yeah and, and smoothies are a fun way to experiment with different kinds of nut butters yep. and different kinds of greens as well I mean, we don't want to have the same smoothie every single day for no, sure we'll get sick of it we'll get sick of it and our body needs variety especially in greens right. if you just do spinach every single day your your body is yeah gonna say feed me something else. Yeah. So baby kale is really good in smoothies, as is Swiss chard. Swiss chard's another great yeah because those are all pretty mild, so they're not mm -hmm. really strong flavors. Mm -hmm. and you don't want that to overtake your smoothie because then you won't want to drink it in that way either. So. I like so sometimes an arugula yeah in my smoothie. It's just got that a little yeah. bit of bitterness. Yeah. I might put a little bit more almond butter in that one, but right. <laughs> sometimes I like the arugula or I've done romaine too which oh, yeah. is really curious but it's it's kind of fun yeah it, and that's the best thing about smoothies is, is experimenting mm -hmm. yeah I made an almond smoothie the other day that was really delicious it was is almond milk with almond butter and I put a little almond extract in there oh and it was trifecta of almonds yeah and a little bit of protein powder because that's what I was putting in it it was delicious it really was very almondy <laughs> <laughs> but if you want a traditional breakfast like pancakes we can we can help those up so we can help those yeah, up. Yeah, traditional pancakes not so healthy. You know, it's it's really sugar is what it is, and then you put more sugar on top of it when <laughs> you put syrup on them. And then about two hours later, or within an hour, you're probably crashing, and within two hours, you're starving again, and yeah. so you're having way more calories than you really need. Yeah. I love putting nut butters and nuts on top of my pancakes, mm -hmm. or in the pan pan pancake pancake batter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and another thing is, we whenever we make pancakes, whatever. Um, if we do use flour and, and baking soda and all that, we put in twice as many eggs or even three times as many eggs as, we, as the recipe calls for. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and I also put ghee in there to get some fat. So it's, you know, in, in the mix with that, whatever flour we're using, whether it's gluten-free flour or wheat flour, we really make the pancakes nutrient dense as opposed to just the recipe that usually takes one egg, a little bit of, uh, oil or whatever else mm -hmm. it is. Um, so, and that makes it much more satisfying too. I also love making uh, pancakes with sweet potatoes yeah. as a base. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because pancakes don't have to have any kind of flour in them. They don't. No. Mm -hmm. yep. They can be zucchini. They can be sweet potatoes. They, they can, can be... be banana and egg. Too. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So lots of experimenting with uh, the pancake idea. Yeah. And you can put greens in there, too, if you blend it up. So there's lots of 
it's similar, similar. I have not put greens in my pancakes You haven't. Ah, oh. you got to try that. Would you do like spirulina or something? You could do that or you can even just, blend, if you do it in the blender, put in some spinach or, or kale or whatever. I'm so curious. I'm definitely going to do that on St. Patty's Day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, it, and these ideas come from how to get health in, you know, how to infuse health into our meals. And that's where these ideas come from because breakfast is probably the most important meal and the least healthy meal out there. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. yeah. So what others, there's a few other ideas that, I mean, you, one of the best ideas you introduced to me was using eggs and making what you call the hockey pucks. I love hockey pucks. And the reason I love these so much is you make them ahead of time and they are truly a grab and go or something that you don't, you know, we obviously don't advocate grabbing and going all the time, but we want to meet people where they are, right? right? Um, so ideally sitting down and having our <laughs> hockey pucks. But anyway, the whole idea of making these ahead of time and you're just, you're scrambling up eggs and putting them in muffin cups and then sauteing whatever vegetables, another way to get a lot of vegetables in your diet mm. and throwing the vegetables on top and baking it in the oven for 350 for like 20 minutes or something like that. You can um, put um, animal product in there if you want, mm -hmm. you know, dice up some some turkey or ham or yeah. throw in some throw in some salmon if yeah, you want. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, or even uh, a little bit of cheese, maybe some goat cheese or something. You could put some goat cheese in yeah. there. Uh, one of my clients who um, was completely dairy-free uh, chopped up some pine nuts and put them on Ooh. top. And it gave her that creaminess yeah. she was looking for from not having cheese. Yeah. She really liked it. And it kind of toasted on top and had a crunch. Ooh, but that sounds good. These are so, you know, you can make a dozen. And you can freeze them easily and just reheat them. They're also really good cold. It's a crustless quiche, basically. Yeah. But I like the word hockey puck. Hockey puck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, talking about pine nuts, you remind me of pesto. And pesto oh. is one of my favorite things to, to use at breakfast. As you called it, sex up your eggs. That's I think right. You told me That's earlier. Right. Yeah, let's sex up the eggs. Yeah. Pesto is fabulous. Yeah. I was trying to find different ways to make eggs because I was getting a little bit tired of eggs. And I love eggs, and they're a perfect breakfast. And I, sometimes I take a break from them, but I had, had taken a break, and I didn't want to go back to having hard-boiled eggs, regular scrambled eggs, whatever I was doing. Right. Um, and I had some pesto out because I was doing something with a sandwich that I was making my son. And I said, I'm going to put some of that in my eggs. And it was the most delicious thing I'd ever done with eggs. It was so good. I just put a dab of pesto in my scrambled eggs, and it was out of this world. It's, making me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> making myself hungry. <laughs> Since then, I've, I've added stuff, too. I have a whole bunch of shallots from my um, CSA. So I've been sautéing shallots and putting pesto in my scrambled eggs, and it's just really delicious. That sounds very savory and yeah. rich and just really, that, that'll satisfy you till lunch. Yep. For that, sure. That savory feeling, uh, taste mm -hmm. really does satiate you. Yeah. For sure. And tomato season is coming up. Whenever you're listening to this, I mean, tomatoes, a, a jar of salsa on top of eggs is also really helpful yeah. with some avocado. Avocado is a great addition to eggs or uh, just breakfast by itself. And have you ever put fried eggs on top of oats? and put avocado in there, oh. chopped up avocado with some coconut oil. Oh, it's just de it's so really delicious. There's no milk or anything or Greek yogurt. It's just the oats, eggs on top. Coconut oil is like a, a key ingredient yep, in yep. there. But really, that sustains me. Yeah, I bet that, it That'll get me past uh, past the noon, yeah, the noon right. time. <laughs> so if I need something really hearty, that's a, that's a great go-to. Yeah. And avocado is great to add to smoothies too. Yeah, that's yeah. that's another thing. Another way to get good fats in. 
creaming it. Yeah. And yeah. good fats is huge. It's such a thing that people have been so afraid of. And finally, we're getting back to eating good fats and people are finally eating them. That's right. And avocado is one of the best ways. And I have a client who doesn't really like avocados. And she's like, I want to like them, but I don't really like them. And so she's putting them in her smoothies because it, it's not the taste of it. It's more the texture. Oh, yeah. So putting it in the smoothie is perfect for her. And it's a way to get nice fat satiating smoothie. I love it. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Another way to get the avocado, if you if you do choose to have a piece of toast, um, be it like a sprouted yeah. toast or sprouted greens, some sort of really good quality gluten free home baked bread, um, smearing some avocado on there, a little bit of salt with some tomato mm. during tomato season. Yeah. It's coming up. Yes. Can you tell? I'm looking for that. <laughs> yeah, I might throw a slice of turkey bacon on that too. Or yeah. Chill. So to wrap up, you know, making sure you absolutely start your day with some protein. Um, Get some fat in there too. And some fat to sustain you yeah. and uh, give your give your body a chance to kick off on the right start. Yeah. You'll find that you have more energy throughout the day. You'll feel better. You'll probably move more. You'll end up eating less calories by the end of the day as well. Yep. Front loading. Absolutely. That's what we like to call it. Front load, front load your day. So we talked a lot about breakfast ideas and food to have, and we actually started this podcast off by saying the worst breakfast is the one we actually skip. Right. A lot of research is being put into the idea of intermittent fasting. Right. And, you know, shame on us if we don't talk about it. So let's talk about it just briefly. Right. Like a lot of people don't even know what that means. Yeah, a lot of people may not have heard that term, but it's definitely out there right now. And it's gotten a lot of uh, press in our circles. Mm -hmm. So it's something we need to address for sure. Yeah. So it's so it's simply uh, taking a break from eating for an extended period of time. And we're talking about, you know, 12 to 24 hours. Right. And so instead of, you know, closing the kitchen at 7 o'clock, close it maybe at 4 o'clock. Right. It tends or, to squish the eating period smaller. So you're not necessarily eating less. Exactly. You're just eating in less amount of time. Right. So you might start breakfast much later and have dinner much earlier. Right. So the fast, most of the fasting is actually done at night while you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. But it's a longer period of not eating. Right. And so let's talk about why, why would we do that? Yeah. Even though we're saying, you know, don't skip breakfast, why would, why would we extend that fast time a little bit more? Right. Well, it allows people to um, shift what they're burning for energy. And that's a key because we tend to burn our carbohydrates, which are sugar. That's the first thing we burn. So if we burn that off and have a fasting period, then our body begins to burn off fat. And that's what is attractive to a lot of people, especially, I think this is attracting mostly people who are um, working out heavily mm -hmm. um, and are trying to build muscle. Yep. So they want to build muscle by burning more fat. And this intermittent fasting really helps them achieve what they need to do. And I think too, there's, um, so this is kind of follows the same idea that you and I talk with our clients about a lot is not actually snacking. Right. The idea that taking, giving our digestive system a break between meals, between meals is so important. Yep. So it's the same kind of idea. It's just extending it a little bit more. Right. So if you're interested in intermittent fasting, yeah, we want to chat with you. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, schedule an appointment to have a further conversation and let's set you up for success. Right. In that pattern. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of information out there and a lot of it kind of disagrees with 
itself. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you want to get a little clarity on it, let us know. Yeah. So play around. We'd love to hear some of your favorite breakfast stories yeah. that are packed with nutrients and can sustain you through the morning. So right. share like, your ideas. Like us on Facebook if you haven't yet on Nourish. Um, Nourish Cookbook is our Facebook page. And share your recipes. Share us your ideas. We'd love to get a, Take a pictures. Little, yeah, stream going on what that is. Absolutely. Yeah. People struggle with it, and we want it to be easier. We want to wake up knowing what we're going to have. Yeah. And we just gave each other some new ideas. I think so. <laughs> I like it. All right. For listening. I'm Wendy Bright Fallon. And I'm Debbie Peterson. Join us next time for more of Nourish Noshes. Continue the conversation about real people, real food, and real results on our Facebook page, Nourish Cookbook. Be well.